When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Ohio only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification, and they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. The Film Study, this is Ken McCusick. Joined today by a special guest, a Steelers fan, Joe Toscano, comes to us from Pittsburgh area. Uh, he has his own podcast uh, on Pittsburgh sports and pop culture. Joey, tell us a little bit about that. Hey, Ken, thanks for having me. Yeah, I am I am Joey Bag of Donuts, uh, the V instead of an F on Twitter. I basically live on Twitter. I'm, I'm there 24-7. But yeah, I do have a podcast called The Donut Bag, and it is, yeah, Pittsburgh sports mostly, but also I talk about music, movies, TV, or whatever, wrestling, whatever, whatever I feel like 
talking about it. It's, it's it's a nice thing about having your own podcast. You just do whatever you want. Yep, I love that about it. Your organic discussion is good. But even if you if you listen to sports talk radio now, they're asking all kinds of questions to fill the airtime now. Like, what's your favorite movie quote? You know, what's your favorite sports movie? It's a you know, asking for, for song requests and things like that. So it's all out there, and I understand why people would do that, but that sounds like it's part of your, your gig normally is to is to have some of that pop culture reference in there. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know how my brain works. Basically, my Twitter <laughs> account is uh, is basically just whatever thought pops in my head, I, I, I tweet about it. Uh, and sometimes, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not sure what I'm going to have a podcast about. And, you know, it's it's uh, I'll have an episode about something that happens on Twitter, something that pops up. It's like, yeah, I'll, let, me, let me get some people together and we'll, we'll talk about this. It's just such a tweet that got up me thinking this would be a great show. And this is how quickly a film study short can can turn around. It was literally under five minutes ago you tweeted this and we're recording now. But this you, you tweeted a, a great comment that maybe American sports leagues instead of being able to tank for a draft pick, which is a big deal in football, should really be having a relegation system like you see in some European soccer leagues, for example. And why don't we explain to the to the people on the phone what that relegation system uh, is and does? So in I'm not sure about other leagues in Europe. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's it's very similar. But you have in in most countries you have your top league um, in England. It's the English Premier League. Then you have your leagues below that. And what they do is the bottom three, the teams that finish in the bottom three of the top league, they get relegated to the lower league. It's called the Championship in England. And then the teams uh the top three teams from the lower league the championship get promoted to the top league and um the way it works at least in england is if you have the top record you're automatically promoted go leeds united that just happened to them yay and if uh, the other the other two spots are decided by playoffs basically i think the top six have a chance to uh, play in a playoff uh, so to um, to get uh, the, those final spots. So, yeah, that's you know, I, I was just thinking, you know, instead of the way it is in the United States where you're you're stuck in the league and sometimes you just have teams that just don't even seems like they don't even try or sometimes they, they know they're going to stink uh, and, and they're just, you know, tanking to get the, like the top uh, draft pick or something like that. It would be nice if they tried a little harder so they didn't get relegated. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a it is a great idea. Now, at the bottom of the league, are the bottom three by record usually relegated without a play playoff system to drop down a level? I believe so. I believe that's how it works. It's just by record. Uh, not totally sure about that, but I think that's that's how it goes. E- either way, it's good. I, I had heard from a soccer fan in the Netherlands that that it created a a lot of competition at the very top and bottom of leagues. But they, they had less competition in the middle of the league. But if you hear, if you listen to any kind of discourse about about European soccer, they're talking about coaches, and they'll say one one thing that a coach can do is that he can keep your your team at the championship level, at the highest level, at the Premier League level, for year after year after year, as opposed to you know how, you know bebopping up and down a little bit between those leagues. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know how often the 
teams that get promoted or relegated, how, you know, if they bounce back and forth, I have a feeling that once a team goes up or down, they stay there for a while because it's, it's, it's a big deal. I mean, I know with, with uh, my team Leeds United, it's been 16 years since they've been, uh, they've been promoted they've been they've been uh, in the in the lower league the championship league and they've been trying so hard and it's been so heartbreaking so i have a feeling once they get up there they're going to make some changes maybe you know get some new players something so that they you know maybe not win the whole thing but at least try to compete and and you know now that they're in this higher level of competition well, it makes sense that if you got relegated, you'd have a flight of players, whether it's whatever free agency or you dump salaries or whatever you do because revenues are lower. Right. And then you, and you obviously could lose a substantial component of your team after getting relegated. I, I, I imagine the top players do not like playing in the in the B League. I believe so. I'm, I'm not exactly sure how it works with – it seems like in they players are just – you know, bought like contracts are just bought and sold, you know, here in, you know, there, it seems like there's more trades in American leagues, um, you know, whether it's football or basketball or, or hockey or baseball or whatever. But I don't think there's too many trades. I think there's just a lot of agreements and selling contracts and, you know, things like that um, for, for players to uh, go from one team to another. Now, let's talk about the differences in the American leagues, because there's several draft systems in place, but there is encouragement of tanking to a degree in all major U.S. sports. Basketball, sorry, the NFL is probably the worst in terms of tanking for the top pick, and there's often quite an enormous difference between, say, the first and the second, third, fourth picks in terms of what you can get in terms of a top quarterback. And you see those picks changing hands for enormous caches of, of, uh, of players and picks from time to time. Yeah, there's no lottery. There's no uh, way of, you know, it's it, it just, it is, it is what it is. And it's, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, you know, very early on in the season, whether a team is not even trying and they're just going to tank for that top pick. I mean, that was the accusation of um, of of uh, Miami last year. Sorry. And, you know, it, it's you know, what does that mean? What does that say for competition? It's like everybody knew when they were going to play Miami, they were going to get a team that, that probably wasn't even going to try. Like what you know, what does that do for anybody that that, that that just that just hurts the league? It hurts competition, hurts sports, hurts everything. So just not a good situation, you know, at least in the other leagues or at least in basketball and hockey, you have a lottery system. So if a team tried to tank, I mean, in hockey, Detroit uh, Red Wings they were awful. I mean, they were like head and shoulders worse than every other team in the league. And they still did not get the top pick. They still got, I'm, I'm not sure what pick they're going to end up with, but they, they did not get that, that number one pick. So at least it's a little bit more fair, uh, in, in basketball and hockey, because there's that lottery system where it's not just a total tank, but yeah. And football, Ooh, they're just, it's very obvious what they're trying to do. Right. It is. It, I think, the, the the reverse order selections probably work better in a league that has capped salaries 
because the well I, maybe it should work better the other way around but the salary cap kind of forces you to, to to exercise restraint anyway you can't keep every player forever no matter what but you're giving the the uh, teams who have poor who drafted poorly in the past who haven't performed well a chance to accumulate some some picks that may help them become decision makers at contract time like the Steelers and Ravens have been fortunate enough to be and not people who have their franchise players, their franchise cornerstones thrust upon them by a lack of a, a broad selection of choices. Yeah. I mean, they try to do, um, they try to be competitive. They try to have the competitive balance in football where, you know, if you do poorly, you get the top draft picks and, and things like that, which is, which is nice, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not necessarily a good thing to reward uh, being lousy and it's it, it's funny how that works in football uh it seems like the bad teams are always bad and the good teams are always good i mean look at the steelers and ravens they're good every year and they're, they're kind of penalized because you know when you when you have a good record you have a lower position in the draft so in theory you get worse players but somehow the the steelers and ravens always end up uh um, having good records and I think you know same with the Patriots so I, I think that has a lot to do with just how the organization is and you know some of those teams <clears throat> cough cough Bengals and Browns are always bad and always have uh, you know are always getting those top picks because they're just they just can't figure it out a, a couple of things I want to address about that but the first is can you imagine Browns fans. I'm not even sure that Bengals fans would mind being relegated to whatever lower league would be created <laughs> to, to do this. It'd be an opportunity, you know, perhaps to 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 get some get be competitive at a different level. <laughs> Browns fans, can you imagine them being relegated to a different league? I mean, they just they would go ape. They're, they're ballistic about about you know a lot of things to start with. They obviously are very unhappy about the about the their team moving away. We were too. I understand that completely. But the, but the new franchise has they've not been able to build a front office that really has been able to figure it out and it might be partly the the, the fault of ownership that's been able to figure out in terms of of becoming uh, becoming good. I think that's a dog pound right behind you, um, uh, cheering for the for the Browns there. But uh, yeah. yeah yeah I mean they're just you know. Every year they 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 get these top picks. They can't figure it out. They're you know they quote unquote win the the off season. You know all that hype about the Browns um uh, last off season and they just did terribly. Um, I'm I'm very happy when they do poorly. I I hate them so. Um, uh, yeah, that would be that would be fun if they got relegated to some lower league or something like that. That would be a nice uh smack in the face of them. Things about the other leagues is that they have a a non-specific systems. So the NFL has, of course, the reverse order draft, and, and baseball has something very similar to that, and there may be a league dependency at the very top pick. But in the, in the NHL and the NBA, they have lottery systems, and that doesn't even seem to prevent the tanking. There's still a desire at the end of the season to tank for, quote-unquote, additional balls in the mixer to try and get a top pick. Yeah, it's funny. There they're not playing or they're not tanking for the top pick. They're tanking for a better chance at the top pick. And it's all, yeah, it's like you said, it's, it's, it's about just getting more lottery balls. And it's just funny. Like, you know, I mean, 
the you know I'm a big Pittsburgh Penguins fan and the franchise is basically made because they drafted Mary Lemieux and it was very uh that was in 1984 in the 83 season they famously they 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 tanked so bad that they would uh punish anybody that did well any any player that did well for the for the penguins they would send to the minor leagues cuz they were trying very hard to get that top pick cuz there was no lottery at the time um to get Mario Lemieux and that worked out pretty well so um but this yeah, now they're just tanking just to get a better chance. And it's not even that good of a chance. I think the top pick gets like a 12% chance or something like that. So it's not even that good of a chance at getting that top pick. But yeah, they're they're still tanking. Yeah, it doesn't really seem to preclude it. Now, in terms of the practicality of relegation, the only, I, I guess you could relegate an NHL team to the AHL. Uh, there obviously are all kinds of revenue concerns and whatnot that go along with that about how you promote an AHL team. And the NBA does not have any meaningful minor league system. I mean, the, the CBA is so far below everything else, and the and the other the other smaller leagues are are not particularly meaningful. I guess you could send a team to Europe or something if you really want to punish them. Right. You see, now that's the problem in this whole scenario is you know there's no. There's no minor um, football league. Um, you know, I, I kind of wish the XFL would have um, survived or, or that other AAF or whatever that, that, that other league was called. You know, there, I, I, I think I think we could use another league in um, the United States for football, but there is nothing. So there's really nothing to be relegated to unless you want to, you know, have them play um Alabama or, or uh, Oklahoma or something like that. But um, yeah, I mean, I think it would work best in uh, maybe hockey. Hockey could work because you have, you know, you know the AHL and then, then there's another league below that. And in baseball, there's a, there's a whole bunch of minor leagues. Yeah. So it would, it would work there and maybe, yeah, I mean, it doesn't, you know, basketball really doesn't have anything. So yeah, it really wouldn't work in two in basketball or football, but I could see, uh, a scenario in in baseball or hockey, but the thing is, the way it works now is the minor leagues now are you know strictly tied to one team in the majors. You know they're they're all just you know farm systems or something, so they would have to be more independent for that to work. But that would be interesting because I think uh, at least in baseball, I think there are some teams uh, in in the AAA that you know could be considered um you know worthy of promotion you know I'm, so it, that it could work in baseball it's it's really more about the market than it is about the players themselves but in, in the history of baseball in particular there have been minor league teams which have occasionally been much better than their major league counterparts specifically the international league orioles were incredibly dominant during the 1919 to 1925 period they had seven straight championships Babe Ruth played on the team before then, but Lefty Grove was on the team for a lot of that time. And I mean, just some of the great players in in uh, in Major League history passed through the Orioles at that point and were sold by the Orioles. And similarly, the Pacific Coast League had a bunch of extraordinary teams that were, you know, very competitive with the certainly the bottom end of the Major League teams. And that might have been something that. Uh, would have helped baseball adapt to the changing demographics in the United States, that the, these teams could have moved 
to California sooner than the Dodgers and Giants did. They could have taken over in, in other parts of the country quicker. And maybe the situation in football is that when they want to expand to Europe, maybe they keep it at 32 teams and they try and contract. They try and figure out, you know, what team is not working and probably multi-point criteria, but one of them has got to be record and, and, you know, how successful a team has been in in spending money and whatnot. Um, I, I just think that, you know, it might be easier to get rid of the Cincinnati Bengals and bring in the London Silly Mayonnaise or whatever they would be, you know, as a new team than it would be to, uh, uh, you know, add a team to make it 33, then 34, then 35, then 36 via expansion. It's an interesting point. Maybe, you know, get some, yeah, well, ex- expand into Europe or something like that. And then instead of a 32-team league, have like, I don't know, a 20-team league or something like that or, or something like that and have like a, a the other league be, I don't know, you know, 16 teams or something like that. So, yeah, maybe maybe split it up that way. Yeah, that's that. You know, that'd be a possibility too. You know, two twenties maybe at some point you're moving up and down between the leagues, and that would really encourage it. See, here's what I'm thinking in baseball because this is, you know, I don't know how it is with the Orioles. Um, I know that they haven't been good lately, but with the Pirates, it has been. They haven't been good in about 20 years, with the exception of um, 2013, 14, and 15. And the thing in Pittsburgh is just anger toward the owner because he's basically a cheapskate. He always has the lowest payrolls and, and things. And that's just the, the way baseball is because they don't have um, revenue sharing and, and salary cap and things like that, like uh, football and basketball and hockey. And so, you know, people are mad at the owner, but I'm saying don't be mad at the owner. Be mad at the system, you know, be yes. mad at a system that has that allows the Dodgers and Red Sox to have 200, 300 million dollar payrolls while the, the Pirates payroll is 50 million. It's a ridiculous system. And the, they, there really should be like a, a super league, like, you know, maybe 12 teams or something like that. Uh, and then another league of, of all the other players, because it's, it's just it's just ridiculous to accept expect a small market team to compete with a team that's making a has a budget you know four or five times that of the small market team you've hit directly on the problem is the lack of revenue sharing and the lack of a cap it's killed baseball in terms of its competitiveness and it's an ongoing problem and you know it, it doesn't help when a team like tampa bay or kansas city actually comes on and either wins or at least competes in the world series uh it doesn't help for that to happen because it really just is is fuel for the Yankees and Red Sox and Dodgers, as you mentioned, to point to the fact that, oh, any team can win. What are you talking about? Well, exactly. it's, it's, it's not really true. But anyway, I, th- I love football's roller coaster cap, uh, or, or, sorry, roller coaster parody situation, even though it's a little, it sucks a little bit with the tanking component to it. It's generally speaking, it's the best run of all the, all the pro sports, in my opinion, in terms of, of being fair and creating parody over time. Exactly. You know, in in baseball, you have your major markets, New York, L.A., Chicago, Houston, you have your Boston, you have your you know, you know, you have your big cities. But in 
in the NFL, you have tiny little Green Bay who, you know, should have no business even having a team. And they are one of the best franchises in the league. And that's because everybody shares their revenue and there's and, and it's fair. So it's I, I love that system. I love that, you know, in theory, every team has a chance. I mean, and, you know, the other nice thing is if you run your team well, you could go from really bad to really good in just one year. So, you know, at least there's hope in football. And, and honestly, in baseball, it just does not feel like there's there's hope for the, the smaller teams. All right. He's Joe Toscano. Joe, thanks for joining us today. Uh, if you could, please tell people where they can find your writing on Twitter. Yes, I am Joey Bag of Donuts, the V instead of an F. Um, I apologize in advance. I tweet way too much. I'm way I'm way too active on there, but that's just how I am. Uh, but yeah, um, check out my my podcast also, the Donut Bag. I um, I'm just I'm I'm working on a Pirates uh, season preview now. And yeah, I, I'll, I usually put out one or two episodes a week and it's just uh, random things, whatever, whatever pops in my head. All right. We'll try and keep in touch during the regular season. I hope we have a regular season for the NFL to talk <laughs> yeah, about, really. Joe, and uh, uh, look forward to hearing from you then. If you'd like to do a film study short, please contact me. DM on Twitter is the is the best way and we'll get it turned around really quickly, just like we did with Joe today. Joe, thanks again for joining us. We'll talk to you next time on Film Study. Thanks for having me. Birdland Sports. For fans, by fans. Find more great shows like this at birdlandsports.com. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification, and they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. Whether you're buying a new car or used one, it's a big investment, which is why you should choose Pennzoil Platinum. It helps extend the life of your engine and protect it up to 15 years or 500,000 miles, whichever comes first, guaranteed. That's because Pennzoil's base oil is made from natural gas and 99.5% free from engine-clogging impurities. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Enrollment required? Keep your receipts. Other conditions apply? See Pennzoil.com slash warranty for full details. Find it at Firestone Complete Auto Care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.